What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh Oh Podcast. And to uh, oh, whoa, what the fuck? Get that cock out of that mouth. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, guys. Today we have a special guest. He goes by the name of Don Freshly. Don Freshly, yes, that's the name. Hey, but what's your real name? That's what's your brand. government name? My first name is Lindon. That's where I get the Don Freshly from. Yes, sir. That's the Jamaican in ya. That's mine. <laughs> you had to get it out quick. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm here, man. What's goody? What's goody? Don, you're you're a world traveler. I feel you know you were born in Jamaica. But you live in New York, but you don't live in New York. You're living in Florida, but you're not living in Florida because you're currently in Cali. So what what's going on here, bro? Are you like running away from the government or from something? Are you running away from responsibilities? Like, do you got children and you just dip in? No, I'm running towards my dreams. Okay. I like that. I'm running toward It's a love triangle. It's the three major cities in America. You have to, for you to take over the world, you have to take over the three th- major cities first. So it's a love triangle. It's 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 good. It's it's pretty sweet. This man is decentralized. I think that's the the new way of living now is like not really being centralized in any location cuz you could. People mm-hmm. are making money online, so you don't have to be in a particular spot in order to make a living. But then if you're a nurse, lawyer, doctor, stuff like that, then yeah, you do have to stay in, in your city. My thing is personally, I would love to have enough money so that Everything that I have here in LA, I have the same shit in Atlanta. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'll just have it in storage. So I don't have to fucking keep carrying around that shit. Same clothes. Like, you have duplicate. The same shit. I'll buy buy three of the shit at the same time. I'll have something in Florida, Atlanta, and um, in Cali. (laughs) Every time you shop on Amazon, you just ship three different items in different locations. I swear I'll do that. It will make it so much easier for me. I would love to go to the airport where absolutely nothing, just a t shirt, my cell phone, my wallet. That is wealth. I've done that once, and it feels amazing going through uh, security. I hate when you, you're thinking about what you forgot or you're just struggling to find because you, you're struggling to find either your wallet or you're struggling to find where you put your boarding pass because you got so many right, damn right. zippers and pockets everywhere. Do you guys have uh, pre-TSA? No. no. Really? Oh, fuck that. Oh, you guys, oh, you need that a life changer i'll yeah. never forget me and larry were talking about getting it and then larry our friend decided to get it and i was kind of holding back because i think it's like uh maybe like 150 200 bucks and at the time i was like nah fuck that i'm not gonna spend 200 extra bucks for pre-tsa mm. bro we got to an airport together i don't know if we we're going to i think we were going to california coming to california i should say we're here and um it was slam packed in Fort Lauderdale Airport, slam packed. Damn. Took me like thirty-five minutes to get to, through TSA. Took him like five to ten minutes. Yeah, crazy difference. Sometimes when you go through a slammed airport, you go right by with pre-TSA. It's amazing. Plus, you don't have to take off your shoes and all that shit. It's amazing. I just choose the times to travel, like during turn times, early or late. Nah, not trust. in the middle of the day. There's been really times. You, sometimes you can't avoid it, bro. There's yeah, just know, something that happens and I you're know. like, fuck. I've yeah. missed flights before. Very rarely. Ve- I've missed one flight now that I really think about it. Mm. And I've been crazy late for so many flights. My last flight to Florida a couple of months ago, 
Luckily, I was flying out of Burbank Airport, which is way smaller than LAX, and it's 15 minutes as opposed to 40 minutes away from my apartment. Bro, I woke up 15 minutes before my flight. (laughs) (laughs) On accident. On accident. Because I was trying to stay up the whole night, and I accidentally fell asleep and slept for way longer I was supposed to. And knowing you, you probably snoozed like three hundred times yes (laughs) right exactly yeah for sure it was terrible but i made it last minute i made it (laughs) you made it with luna with luna so don for the people that don't know who you are how would you uh describe yourself what do you do who you who are you i think now i think uh the definition kind of evolved um because i've i've done i've been doing so many different things in the creative space but um the first thing that kind of started the whole domino effect is photography Mm mm-hmm so that kind of like like developed my eye for certain things and that kind of stuff and that really, and as it relates to that visuals and stuff and um coming all the way down to what I'm doing now I just in three words I build things right so it whether that's making stuff creating stuff producing stuff like designing any medium I can use to express myself creative in the creative space I just you know that's the outlet for me you know what I'm saying right. but yeah do you feel like it's important for a person to be that diverse today? I think, well, in certain times you would say, oh, you, you can't do everything. But I think it's natural for people to have many gifts. Mm. I, I think it's a, it's a reason why we can do so many different things. But um, And you obviously need to have a focus. But I think for me, it's in one space, which is creativity. It's a creative space. You can be right. creative in music. And it's art, not like you're doing math or exactly. physics. Exactly. So, I, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> or you're... You fix the car today and then you do a surgery <laughs> tomorrow like you know it's in i'm in the same space yeah so i don't feel like i'm doing too much i'm right. just really expressing myself with all these different um outlets and all that so i think that's how i look at it do you feel like it'll take you longer or even throughout your life and your experiences has it taken you longer to master certain things because you have so many crafts all right so this is a thing uh just like an old saying like you're Master of none, or like you know, person right, of right. many, master of none. Jack, jack of all, of all trades. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. So, the the jack of all trades is like, as I said, me being a creative. A lot of the things that I'm doing works together. It all works together. So the thing that I'm mastering is myself, not the things that I'm doing. Ooh, I need to master me, my individual. I like that. That is what I'm mastering. So it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. I can once I master myself, I can use these different outlets to just. As an outlet, you know. I like, like a, that. So master base, that's who I am. I'm, I'm, I master me. Yeah. Did you just hear what the fuck this? I didn't know. Nick, I'm so used to that with Nick. So slick ass shit. Yeah, but you, you're good with so. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't pick him up so fast, but yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, master me, bro. So once I, I'm able to do that, then I could gauge so many different things within the same realm that I'm expressing yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, how would you like? How do you improve yourself? All right. So, that's. Um, do you read a lot of books? So, when was it? Twenty uh, twenty eighteen. I, uh, I saw the four agreements that you got over there on the table. <laughs> so twenty nineteen, I think I I took a, like a year off from tra- traveling a lot, and I had like a bunch of books back in New York, sitting in the basement, like in a box. And I was like, I haven't read all these books yet because I'm you know always moving around. I took that year off to just read the whole year. 
and journal all the notes that I wanted to like write down and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it started accumulating information. I was like, all this information I needed to elevate and evolve to take what I'm doing to the next level. Right. But that's definitely one thing. And um and doing a lot of different things, helping other people, building their brands, building, you know, whatever it is that they're doing and seeing what they like. Because sometimes it's so hard to do something for myself, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like a hard critique on my own. Right. But it's always so easy to help someone else and help them look better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of like been the one of the ways. And for sure, spiritual, my spiritual life too is a help. Faith is a help too. So, yeah. True. What you said is very true. I think as a creator, it's very hard to judge yourself because... Mm-hmm we're so judgmental when it comes to ourselves. You know what I mean? Right, we're like, yeah. no, this, we, I could do so much better than this. What is this? You know, but it's so much easier to help somebody else and judge their work. Right, right, exactly, yeah. We all, I think we all deal with that for sure. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you know how to give advice to people, mm-hmm. but you don't take your own advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We all do it. It's human nature. Yeah. We all do Eat it. less. And you're like fucking 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But. So what's next for you? What's next? Um, I think we had a conversation or something like this recently because Marty and I, we went out to what's it called Santa Monica for a little vibe. Yeah, Nick yeah, wasn't yeah. there, but next time we're going to set something up, we all three could be all there. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, we were talking about just like, you know, what's next? And um, I think what I said to him was what we're doing now, the same thing, but on a higher level, like next level, like, you know, higher, like what we're doing now, 10 times that, you know, like Nick loves to make skits and short films. You the same, like, Take it to the next level, like TV shows, series, you know, mm. picking up by big networks. We're literally doing the things that we want to do right now, which is yeah. so perfect. So just imagine it 10 times what it is now. That's how I see it. Yeah. We're saying. just doing more of it. Of more, pretty much, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I kind of engage the whole thing moving forward. Yeah, I love this whole creative space, bro. I feel like I can't be doing anything else. It's not for everybody, though. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. No, no, sure. A lot of sacrifice and like, yeah. yo, it's not easy. No, and you got to no. know how to just move forward, bro, because oh, there's man. nobody there telling you like, yo, you got to do this. You got to do that. Nah, if yeah. you don't have that self-discipline and be like, yo, today I have to edit this video. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I have to write and I have to scout and I have to get this person so I could shoot next week. Mm-hmm. I have to get this beat done today and I have right. to get this person. If you don't do that shit, if you don't are not self-disciplined enough to do that, you're not gonna make it in this field i have to what you just mentioned i have to do that to myself so many times where now i can recognize when i don't see that in someone else mm. it helps me choose if i want to work with them or not oh wow. I, I could see oh cool like, this person's not even halfway like not only want to invest my time and like you know i can recognize it now you yeah. know say they say real recognize real yeah the same thing in that space of you wanting to achieve something and now i could recognize it in all the people like okay this person is ready you know Girl. i could see it now you know yeah. Just by the conversations you have with the person, mm-hmm. you can kind of get How to know. How hungry they are and all that. You know, yeah. the sacrifices they're making right now to even live their dream, you know? Right. You know? So, yeah. True. But you also have to be careful with what people say out here because a lot of people fake it, mm-hmm. you know? So you have mm-hmm. to, like, so see I, what they're I, doing. I like that. Here's the, I'm going to flip it. I faith it till I make it. How, how so? Faith. Faith. Oh, faith. faith. There we go. Gotcha. Flipped it. Not fake it. Faith mm. it. So you do the thing you believe, then you just kind of start living in that realm of the thing you're believing in it and that then manifests. So that's right. I remember I mean. you mentioning yeah. that, like how mm-hmm. you sometimes think about the thing as if it already happened yep. before it actually happened. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if you could express that feeling now, you, you pretty much already have it because 
in human nature, we, we desire certain things, but then it's like when you get it, after a while, you get tired of it. Mm. So if you were to achieve that feeling now, then you kind of see if you really wanted it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that delayed gratification thing is important too. Yeah. But that's kind of like how I express. I, I kind of got to the point now, even like when I'm traveling, I travel so light, I don't really need much. So I'm happy I'm at that space now, so I don't have to get the latest this or that. I'm really super content with you know just my being because that's really all I am, you know? Yeah. This man has an entire studio inside of a backpack. Pretty much. And every time I go through security, I got to take everything yo. out and put it back in. He was like, yo, I brought my studio. And I was like, all right, cool. Yep. And then like I saw the shit he brought. I was like, yep. okay, like where's your I studio? Make like, he opened his bag room. and everything. And yep. he had it inside of a backpack. So he opened up his bag, emptied mm-hmm. everything. And I was like, I thought you said you brought your studio. And he was like, yeah, it's right <laughs> there in my bag. And I was like, what the fuck? Yep, man. that's it. You don't need much nowadays, no. anyways. Everything's on the computer, pretty much, right? Pretty much. Yeah. You just need a fucking microphone and what? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Makes it easier and harder at all at the same time, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and at the end of the day, too, bro, people got to realize that these things are just tools. Right. Exactly. You know? Yep. They're yep. not gonna make your video much better. It, mm-hmm. That's up to you. And you can get creative with it too. You know, like you don't need to spend that much money to make the video better. You know, use natural lighting or whatever the case may be. For sure. Buy something to bounce the natural lighting in your house. Whatever the case, bro. Yeah. And if you could do great things with like the very simple tools, mm-hmm. imagine what you can do with like the greatest tools. Exactly. I think as creatives, we all got ha- had to get good at doing that, using little to make much out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I got to inject this part. Um, the Uh-Oh Squad, I, I got to say, since I've been following you guys for for so long, I think what... Like the squad is like one of the most consistent. Like you guys have been so consistent from day one since I connect with y'all from Florida days. And I was like, yo, these guys are really doing it. So I got to commend y'all for that for sure. Like that's even the reason why I'm in this circle because of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't see a lot of people in my circle in that regards as in pairs and like our culture, you know? So so it's like, I like, I love seeing that. And it's like, I got to commend y'all on that, man. And like y'all now doing podcasts and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. It's evolving, man. Like same what you're saying. Or oh, how you see yourself, you just like next level every time keep leveling up. So Yeah. I commend y'all. Thanks, man. Oh yeah, thanks. Oh bro. yeah. Nah, but uh it's hard like being in a squad, I feel. Mm-hmm. Cuz everybody wants to be solo in mm-hmm. a sense, you know. People, I don't know if like it's hard working with other people cuz you have to like really take in criticism. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, know how to collab with with mm-hmm. them. I don't know. I just feel like it is more challenging. Culture, I think, is is affecting that part of it because um, one of the books that I've read talks about the mastermind. And this generation now doesn't even see and understand how important togetherness is because it's like um, there's so many different scenarios where there's a lot of these decisions and things you want to do. We could do it by ourselves, but there's something important. There's a secret within being together and having that team. Like one, two minds is better than one. Like that, the whole you know thesis of like t- togetherness. So, yeah. But I get it now because things are moving so fast. You could just do everything on your own. Yeah. There's something special in being, you know, that ma- having that mastermind. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's, it's 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 something important. I think. It I think be. it's it's a balance of both. Mm-hmm. You know, and even when it comes to like the content we create, mm-hmm. even um, yourself, like. Right. When you're creating a song, a beat, for example, you could start creating the beat and then you get somebody involved, right, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you might get somebody to create the beat with you, but right. a lot of the times I'm sure you create Just the beat by and then you get somebody involved, right. you know? So you kind of give it that groundwork. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to have enough to bring to the table. table. Mm-hmm, that's true. If you don't, then 
what are you doing there? You know, the other person's feel is going to feel like they're carrying they're carrying your weight. Yeah. And that's a shitty feeling to either have somebody do that for you or you doing that for somebody else. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? When you're connecting with people and collabing with people at your level and I, I don't know, I just feel like that creates way better things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of little things even just having you um, sending you the scripts and you sending me your scripts just giving little notes challenging each other like mm, like role. that's dope yeah. but I think the ending could be a little bit better right, just yeah. challenging that it's going to be like okay hmm, maybe I could make it better sometimes you have to make an executive decision like um, I like this ending I think I'm going to keep it this right, way because at the right. end of the day you know yourself best just like on the beat somebody could be like I think you should change this and you could be like mm, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like this the way it right, is right, right. you know you know yourself at the right, end of the right. day you know your brand the best Perfect. Yeah. but I think having that challenge from somebody else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is super important because that's only going to level you. Right. Yeah. And it has, and it has to be someone that's qualified. Exactly. Well. Cause it, like everybody has an opinion for some. Right. Exactly. Know? Exactly. And that for sure. Cause there's a lot of times where I have friends that are outside of the creative space, you know, uh, friends that have a regular nine to five, whether it be a restaurant or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Not that they don't have valid opinions. They do. But sometimes when they say certain things about like a skit or about an idea, they don't really understand. And you already see that they don't understand by what they're saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's when I kind of turn off and I'm just, you know, shake my head. Yes. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks. Mm -hmm. But not to be a dick. And then I just completely disregard it at the end of the day. But sometimes it could give you some good ideas. You never know. Right. You got to be open for it. No, you got to be open for it. But you could tell when somebody's already starting to say some shit and they don't realize the work that really goes into it. And you're like, Process. all right, okay. But that's the mastermind is the mastermind is not your, you as an individual, the mastermind is the thing in the center that when all the different minds come together, that creates the mastermind. Mm. But the three of us comes together and like we say, we're going to do the thing in the middle is the mastermind. The final product is what, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what it is. It's not just one individual. So that's why it's so important to have different, you know? Yeah. Do you ever feel like when you're doing some creative work that you start getting these ideas out of nowhere? Like it just comes to you. Like, mm-hmm. especially when I'm writing something, mm-hmm. I feel like as I'm writing, like someone's feeding me words to write on paper. Right. Where that's, do you think that comes from? That's the imagination. That's the, uh, that's the, that's who you are. That's the creative being within. So that's the source I feed off a lot too. Um, but like do you when, think it's within or do you think it's an hour no, force it's within. it can't be anywhere else because like like i'll be i'll be like running around or like i'm on the road and i come up with like a melody sometimes i'm on the subway train i come up with like a melody it's recorded in my phone and sometimes i'd be sitting in there for months and then i'm probably, probably working on something and i go through my memo my voice memos and i like find a melody you know it's like you know you just never know but it's like it just works out yeah it, it always like flows you know yeah yeah that's but, true yeah, i've it, had ideas that yeah. i've had for months and then later on i look at it and i'm like oh shit i should shoot this but it was yeah. a seed that's what it is it was a seed you know mm. and then it actually after over time yeah it, you know it turns yeah. into something yeah because no. that's all you can do is plant the seed mm-hmm. water it as mm-hmm. best as you can right and see what what happens yeah that's it and i feel like with me i don't know if you guys experience this as well as creators at times i just get hit with a creative bug I can literally like sometimes I'm in my room just pacing around thinking of something and then something just hits me where I have to sit down on my computer and I have like three skits in my head ready to go. 
wow, and man. I just gotta write all of them out of my head like as soon as possible before yep, yep, like yep. this moment disappears. Damn, you know what I mean? I have that with just like concepts, but never I I can never write three scripts in a day. <laughs> really? Yeah, never done that before. True. It, I, it's always been like one idea that made mm-hmm. me like think of a story for it. Right. And that's it though. You know. Right. After that, I'm just like on to the next thing. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. something that I I definitely struggle with as far as weed definitely helps me a lot with this and editing, sitting yeah. down and really concentrating. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, I, bro, it's so crazy because sometimes I feel like I can't do it without it. It's yeah, like, it, I don't have the patience for it, bro. I jump around like I yeah. jump around like I have to do from this project now. I have to do something else, then I have to do something else. I go from writing to editing to searching some shit up online to going back to editing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always do that. And it's terrible. And I feel like this is what social media kind of causing us. Our, our attention span is so fucking low. That's Mm -hmm. true. Things to things like vine and these 15 second videos and stuff like that. It's so quick, quick, quick. If you don't get that, that satisfaction or you kind of lose interest in what you're doing right there, you want to jump onto the next thing so you can regain that interest. Right. Right. I'm watching footage so I can cut it, and then I just get tired of watching footage, so I take a break to watch other types yeah, of footage. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> as far as like social media content, <laughs> yeah, know? it's so crazy, it's so ridiculous. That's that. It's so crazy, bro. We're literally we're tired of editing, so we're gonna get on the screen and watch some other fucking videos that's been <laughs> right. edited. Yep. I don't know if I feel that way when I'm making music. I think when I'm making music, it's. What I love about it is when I'm going into it, it feels like magic because it's so exciting that I, I want to hear what it sounds like in the end. That's yeah. Going into yeah. it's like, yo, what, what am I going to make tonight? You know what I'm saying? And then when I make it in the morning, it's like, yo, it's crazy. It yeah. just feels like magic. So going into it is always fun because I'm excited to hear what it sounds like in the end. But right. I feel like music is different than mm-hmm. editing personally. Because right, right. you're not you're using mean? your eyes. You're I know. More, you, you, like you're using your ears yeah. most of the time. And music. It, it, I get a high off that it's, too. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You get put in, in like a trance. Yeah, I get a high. You know what I mean? That you're like, fuck, Literally. this shit just feels good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel like music is totally different than sitting down and editing something. Yeah, because there is a thing. I can listen to one part because I love it so much before I even start progressing on the beat. This part's so cool. I keep listening over and over, but I can't do that with right. an editing clip. You know, you can't no, watch it. Right. right. Yeah. And the thing I is, you. I feel like with music you can just it it's only creative yeah with mm-hmm. editing it's not just creative there's a lot of shit that's like repetitiveness mm-hmm. especially in the beginning of the edit when you're organizing the clips cutting everything up uh, it gets creative worst. towards the end yes i've seen when, nick's workflow so i know how yeah it, it gets creative towards the end when you start adding the cool sound and you mm-hmm. start adding some transitions or maybe this cut could be a little bit different and this mm-hmm. and that but music, I feel like, is just creation from mm-hmm. the get-go. Right, you know what right. I mean? From the first beat. Yeah, true. And I do think, uh, going back to what Don was saying, like just visualizing it done, yep. that gives me a huge motivation to do it. Yep. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm always thinking, like, fuck, if I get that done, then I know these people are going to like it. Mm-hmm. I know that it's going to be great. I know it's going to, you know, perform well on this platform. Like mm-hmm. I just start thinking about the outcome. Right, right, right. And then that just motivates me to right. just get it fucking done. If you yeah. were to do that, uh, like practice that a lot with a lot of different things which you're working on, it will definitely affect how you see it, you know, and like how your, your work ethic probably even multiply or improve. Because I'll give you a story. When Larry came down back from Toronto, back to Florida, I was down there doing quarantine. 
Mm. He came by my uncle's spot and I was like, yo, Don, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. He's like, you know, he put a battery in my back, you know. <laughs> every night I made a beat and every Friday we link up and make a song, you know. Yeah. And we did that for like four weeks. Yeah. I was like, yo, let's just go, you know. Isn't it crazy how other people can like fully motivate you though? Yeah. Like but, that's insane, right? So going back to the point about when you can recognize it in somebody, Larry's that guy. I know he he got he got it. So when he can put a battery in my back and say, yo, go, I'm going, yeah. you know, so... That's yeah. just what it is. True. It gives you reason, yeah. I guess. What do you like most about yourself? Myself? Whoa. Uh, I think because um, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual being, I think the, my, my belief that I have and as it relates to my faith, it has been um, like the, a guide. And I'm happy that seed was planting it planted in me when I was younger. And even now, I could, at like a time like this, now when it's like churches are shut down and this and that, it's like, how is it if you're going to be like, if you didn't have that personal spiritual walk, I don't know, how are you going to manage out in these streets kind of a thing, you know? So I think I uh, I, admi- I admire the, the fact that I, how much I believe in, you know, the higher power and the, you know, the faith that I have as my guide, that I have that, you know? Right. When I have conversations with people and all that kind of stuff, sometimes they can recognize it, I guess. But, um, but I think, yeah, that's one of the biggest things. What do you like most about yourself, Nick? I think I'm a happy person in general, and that's just what I like. Hey, right. I'm just happy, honestly. Yeah, I've teased you about this before, how you just wake up every day with the same mood. You're like yeah. a fucking robot. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy as a person. You're happy to And be people can really tell when I'm not myself. And it's I, very I, obvious. It's sure. so obvious, and I try to hide it, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's so fucking obvious, bro. Yeah. It's but it doesn't so, happen that often. It doesn't. But if something ticks me off, like people could tell. Oh, people yeah. could tell. I'm I'm horrible at hiding it. Yeah. It's because I I feel like I'm, you know, positive energy. I feel mm-hmm. kind of high energy. Yeah. And then when I'm ticked off about something, I'm just more quiet, I guess. But there are times that I am quiet that I'm just quiet. like I just don't feel like saying nothing. I'm listening to a podcast, like at my apartment, especially. Right. Sometimes I've just got my headphones on and I'm just listening to a podcast, mad quiet. Yeah. And then people could mistake that for something. Oh, yeah. I, I, I struggle with that too, being around my grandma when I'm like in my zone and it's like something triggers something. There's nothing really wrong with me. I'm just in that same room yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. You know? mm. I'm just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at home, I'm very quiet. But like yeah. when I'm around people, I'm very like more a pitch. Right, but it's kind of like it's weird because I have roommates and I'm with people, it's but I still have thing. that. You yeah. know what I mean? But there are times that I am like high energy, and other times where I'm just like quiet to myself. Yeah. What about you, Marty? What do you like about yourself besides your blonde hair? Now, <laughs> <laughs> it's the cool guy. <laughs> I like finishing things once I start on them. Like I like the fact that I'm a finisher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as, hey. as weird as that sounds. Finish him. Finish him. Because <laughs> I do see a lot of people start something, mm-hmm. but they don't finish it. They don't see the results. They don't go through with it. So yeah. when you finish something, is it the fact that because you could see the end? Yeah. Going back to what you were see? saying. Perfect. Because I, I saw the end mm-hmm. and I know how it can be. And then that gives me the reason to finish so when it. When someone doesn't finish anything, now you know the reason they can't see that yeah but do you really see the end because i feel like the end is still well i imagine my version of it yeah, doesn't true. mean it's gonna happen exactly like it yeah you just create it true yeah. yeah but i mean all we can do is really control our effort we can't control mm-hmm. the outcome yeah but i do imagine the outcome like mm-hmm. i always imagine like one of the projects that i'm working on going like making mm-hmm. like a big difference you know being the big break yeah. i always imagine that no, like, yeah, no matter sure. what i'm working on that's for sure i agree with that 
Like this shit could hit. Yeah, you because you never know. You, you really never know. Every time I work on something, it's possible that that project can like literally take my career to the next level. And it's usually the dumb shit that you never expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's why Fuck. you just do it anyway. Exactly. Like being disciplined and just putting it out anyways, even if you don't like it. Yeah. I struggle with that dealing with artists when I meet them sometimes and I know they're super talented. I'm like, you haven't released anything? I was like, no, nah, I'm just holding on. I'm like, why are you holding on to this stuff? Yeah. Bro, I, I never understood so that. So many people yeah. are like So that. I meet I that in, mu- in music. That. You know, so it's a, it's a thing. It's really a thing. Yeah. But like the thing is, is I, I do get it. I do get holding on to things. But you have to be putting out things at you the have same to, time. You know, sure. like if you're going to hold on to that track, you better have another fucking track ready to drop. Ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I feel. Hold yeah. on to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you really feel because timing is definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, you better be doing something else. It's like I have songs where if I know if a superstar were to sing it instead of me or someone else, it would go, you know? So it's like, it's, it feels like that sometimes where it's like, oh, if this person were to sing this or if this person were to sing on this, it would just go number one, you know? But it's like, it's you. It's really you. Yeah. What do you like most about LA, Don? LA, it's an interesting place, bro. What I could say, uh, I like the, 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 the views and the aesthetics and the mood, like, just room with everything else, just the, the location is like so like perfect, you know, in that regards. I've been to New York and Florida and it's kind of like like the summer and the winter kind of vibe. But California just have a different kind of essence to it. Yeah. You know, so I think the essence of this, the, the location is just so perfect. Like I'm starting to lose a little bit of that, guys. How comes what? That, that, the zone, that like <laughs> boner for LA or the aesthetics because i'm so used to it you know what i mean yeah. i'm getting used to it now but how so like in because i've been living here for yeah. over a year now you know so i remember when i used to get here i'd be like wow this is fucking mm-hmm. awesome i'd mm-hmm. look at mountains from a distance just driving which i still do at times mm-hmm. but it's getting less and less and less i'm thinking if i ever felt that way about new york city um i think because like there's this thing where when, when you come out the subway and you come out in manhattan and the whole energy of the city just hits you mm. like you hear the cars you hear the walking you hear everything is like it just and the lights and all that it just hits you right i think that part never left me every time i do it like every time i just like it just feels like i'm ready to go yeah you know but in la i think you have to create those opportunities because everything is all spaced out and you got to drive everywhere yeah. you have you know your different friends and all that kind of stuff so i think yeah. for sure you have to create it I also think that, you know, in the past couple of months with this virus and everything, I haven't been going out as much. Yeah, I do think that that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because California is so beautiful, bro. It's amazing. If you really like, there's no way of like visiting everywhere. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. You know, like you, but there's so many sweet spots for for you to do things. And it's so sad that hike that we used to go on, Switzer, that shit's on fire. Mm. So sad. I was dying to go back there. We haven't yeah. been on a hike yet since I got here, so hopefully we could do something. Yo, yeah. for real, let's go on. We haven't. No. Let's go on a hike. I went on a hike the other day, but but you went uh, filming or taking photos. Last time I was here in March before the uh, shutdown, we went to, was it was it Griffith uh, Observatory? Griffith? Griffith Observatory. Yeah, right. Marty and Nick and, yeah, we all did. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we went up there. That yeah. was pretty cool. That was my second time to that spot, too. How far is Griffith from here? It's not far at all. I mean, shit. I can see the observatory from Verdugo right there. We're going to grab a bite to eat. I'm down to go to Griffith for a little bit. Why not? 
Mm. Go create music. Hey, so my guys want to create music. Talk to, talk to me about this whole idea, Nick and Marty, about making music. <laughs> a comedy song. I don't Is this know, Comedy dude. Central kind of vibes? What are we doing? I don't know, but we definitely got to like try to dabble into music. I but think. you guys were making music back in the old, old days. We, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know, used that was to. A vibe. I think that's how I came across y'all, for sure. Right. We. That's literally how Uh-Oh Monkey like started. It was mm-hmm. like music-based. Right, right, right. Because we uh, wanted to be like the next Lonely Island. Okay. So that that's what inspired us to like even start YouTube. I wanted to build the next Fantasy Factory. That too. <laughs> but that's literally what, what inspired yeah. us as well. Yeah, like, yeah, with Rob the reality it. show we used to put mm-hmm. put up on YouTube. Yep. You know, that's literally like those two are the main influences right there. For sure. But For sure. I don't are know. You, I just want to dabble into it again. Are you seeing anybody in that realm who used to, like the things that we look up to that inspired us to do what we're doing now? Who is doing it now that we're probably amongst now, you think? Like probably ourselves for sure but like who's doing it to that extent that it's inspiring the next generation the next you know because that's kind of like how i see myself too like am i inspiring anyone you know with what i'm doing for them to want to do it do the same thing you know yeah so who you think like in your realm you think that's like besides yourselves because i'm sure people are paying attention to our content right you know Mm. Mm. i feel like now it's not even like one person but Mm -hmm. the style of many people okay everybody's doing like their own thing and their own style and right something about that person inspires me to do right. my part of the thing you know even like as far as vlogs like there's so many different vloggers that right i look up to just because they have their own style right, and right, i can right. incorporate all those styles onto my own you're saying more more like a collective now i guess yeah because yeah, yeah. like i feel like back in the days when you just watched tv yeah it was easier to just pinpoint One like person. that's what i want to be yeah. like mm-hmm. now it's like everybody everybody's doing something yeah and it doesn't even have to necessarily be a person that has a large following it's just the way they create Mm -hmm. oh yeah i know so many people that aren't popular at all but Mm -hmm. they're creating fucking magic right what about you do you have a specific person in mind i'm thinking whereas besides y'all for sure you know when i meet musicians i'm so like i think i spend more time working with like emerging talent i love finding people who are like fresh and new like i want to be the guy that heard the song first you know it's always a special thing yeah don freshly yeah so so it's like it's like it's that world whereas i'm always looking for new talent like you know to put them on or like put them on the platform and that kind of stuff but it's like that that excites me so besides just seeing someone who's actually doing it in that realm i like the idea of creating that person who could be the next you know i think that's so so cool like meeting jay in brooklyn before he's in wherever he is you know on yeah. the, the top floor right that's so cool you know true but yeah i think even what i do allowed me enabled me to do that back in new york where i met a lot of super cool kids that are doing well for themselves now which is so dope and a lot of them too stopped doing what they're doing what we're doing and all those stuff but there's still a good community of kids we're doing it still and taking it to the next level so yeah that that's pretty cool seeing that that's dope can you think of a specific person nick that inspires you to do what you do i mean there's so many people and i i can i can name you the obvious people there's so many people nowadays like you said mm. you know there's so many creators that i could name yeah from our generation but if i really have to pinpoint somebody i always go back to the older generation people like will smith and jim carrey mm-hmm. right those are two of my biggest inspirations also Ben Stiller. I think he, I've been he's watching your dad, a lot bro. more I think ben he's Stiller. your dad, low-key. Yeah. <laughs> I said it to him recently. I think he's your dad, low-key, bro. Yo, he's hilarious. But Ben Stiller, I've been watching a lot more of his work recently. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, he's amazing. He's, I yeah. love his rom-coms. For sure. I think the reason why I asked that question or mentioned that is you don't understand what we're doing now. It's a part of history. So it's like if you were to make a super crazy film that goes whatever number one and you do, do the same, I do sit, do the same. Kids are going to be talking about that. Yeah. That's what I mean. So just as we look up to other people, it's going to be the same for us, bro. So that's how it's like a responsibility somewhat for us as creators to make sure that when we do something, we'll do the, the best every time you know we go all, all out every time so yeah i think that's the cool part about what we do as creatives we're putting things out in the world that could boom change and affect people you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's a responsibility i think for us you yeah. know how there's billboard hot 100 and they come out with the mainstream artists mm-hmm. and then they have underground artists mm-hmm. what's like the most popping thing do they have that for movies? I don't really think so. Not Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb or anything like that. Like, do they have a ranking system? You know, like they we know what the number one song in the world is right, right now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's not go by by money because mm-hmm. it's not about the money that the song makes. So it's not about the money that the movie makes. Mm-hmm. Like, by just pure either people watching it or the ratings or whatever the case may be what is the number one movie in ratings and then the underground movies the independent movies you know things like that different brackets it's funny because like every time i watch trailers they always say number one movie in america (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) like they're all number one they're all fucking number one. or like when a person comes out with a book like best selling book yeah like what where's the ranking system i want to go to a website where it has all the fucking rankings like in the same shit you could see books movies yeah. music you know what yeah. i mean they're just playing with the subconscious man once you hear number one, you want to go buy it you want to go yeah. watch it even even like a billboard like 100 that shit is all bullshit oh yeah it's all bullshit yeah. bro uh i saw recently takashi 69 talk shit about billboard 100s and he got taken off they're yeah. like oh fuck this guy which they have all the power and the right to do so but it comes to show you that that shit is all fucking corrupt you know what i mean i think Besides, or between movies and music, as you were trying to say, how they gauge it. I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but um, I think movie and the film industry has a higher prestige, I think, to it, where you have the Oscars and you have all these different ranking. I think music would just have Grammys and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think, I don't know if it makes sense. Does it think movies have a higher prestige, you think? I think so, yeah, yeah. because it incorporates music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a lot of soundtracks makes the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I think for film, it's so much harder to gauge it. Yeah. Know? And the thing is, is they have thousands, hundreds of thousands of film festivals per mm-hmm. year, and every film wins at different festivals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And now every movie, oh, number one movie from um, mm-hmm. Keynes or whatever it's called, number one movie for you've never seen whatever it, and whatever, whatever. <laughs> right? Like, what <laughs> it just it, it adds like a little t- it's all marketing bro it's yeah, bullshit yeah, it I, I, I wish we had a legitimate system in place where you could see what are the actual good even netflix is bullshit you don't know who's actually really liking and dislike disliking those they don't release any of that information mm-hmm. it could all be injected yeah sometimes they're pushing the movie just because they paid a lot of money, money for, for it, it. So exactly. trying to make their money back exactly mm-hmm. and then they'll put a high ass rating for that shit because mm-hmm. they produced it yeah you know so it's all bullshit man that that documentary social dilemma on netflix that i was telling you about yeah that talks about the issues of social media and technology and smartphones and all that shit 
I yeah. finally ended up watching the whole documentary, and at the end, it made me think a certain way that I actually never thought before, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. All these conspiracy theories that we either believe or lean towards believing, what if it really was all bullshit? What if life is just what it is? What if it's not a lie? What if, you know, the moon landing is real? The earth isn't flat. There really was dinosaurs. Um, all these things, you know, 9-11 wasn't an inside job, you know? Now think about this. Imagine if all those things were real and they came out with that to influence you on your questioning towards it. Right, 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 right. And, and that's how we naturally already think. Our defense system is naturally designed that way to mm-hmm. question whatever authority is above us to make sure that they're doing good for us and not bad. But what if they're actually doing good? I'm I not don't sa- see that. I don't see Look, the I'm not government saying I, wanting the best for us. I'm not I just, saying I don't. I believe it. Trust me. I, I think there's a lot of dark shit in this world. But I never thought that way before. I never thought of what if. What if it really is all bullshit? I don't, I don't know. You think Could people be. sit down and plan all this stuff? Well, the thing is, is like the way that they were explaining certain things, and it makes sense, bro, because I remember even being younger, back when YouTube first started, watching all those crazy videos behind the scenes of and breakdown of Beyonce videos, Jay-Z videos, Kanye videos, Illuminati and all that shit. Yeah. And I hardcore believed all that shit. And nowadays I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucking stupid. Like, do I believe they're on some weird dark shit? Yeah, maybe. But do I believe all that other crazy shit that I've seen? And, oh, this means that. And that means this. People reach for that stuff, you know, because they know it'll get views and all that. Hmm. And there's one of the things that they said that's very true Fake news spreads so much quicker than real news. Way quicker. Way quicker. So yeah. you're much more uh, um, inclined to believing some fake shit. Because it affects society really fast. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how that's, that's control. How do you think the world's going to be in 10 years? I don't know, bro. It's not not really good. We're just getting more and more divided. And that's another thing it was kind of saying. Mm-hmm. Where... Now we can't agree if the fucking world is flat or not. What what can we agree on it at, if we can't even agree if the fucking world is round or if it's flat? You know what I mean? It, it becomes more and more and more separated. So I feel like eventually if things don't get better, if something doesn't happen, if there's some type of laws that kind of stop social media and shit, I don't know. I feel like this world's going to shit. I think it's going really? to be the same. I, I think the only thing that's going to change is you there's always there's always going to be things happening in the world there's always going to be this and that the weather everything's always going to be the same season it's always going to be the same only things that are going to change is ourselves like you as an individual because we can't really um I, this is how i how i see it i this, that's my perspective but um i can't it's, it's not too much for me to worry or concern myself about the things that's outward that i can't control yeah but i can only control my own realm you know right. so there's always going to be something happening it's always going to be, I got to be careful here. I got to be, do you know, so, but then, you know, that's yeah. kind of like how I see it. Yeah, that helps me kind of get through all that madness because I see it too. Yeah, because it's a rabbit hole, bro. Like once you start getting into it, it's like, it's nonstop. It's nonstop. Yeah. 
you have to kind of guard your mind you know what i'm saying a lot of that is so important too so oh yeah i used to be way more into it like into mm. conspiracies oh than my now. god now i kind of don't care <laughs> i remember when youtube first came out that was the hottest thing ever yeah. Just looking up those type of conspiracy videos yeah i mean they're still a lot and they're still pretty popular and and that's what they were saying in the documentary where now it recommends you these things and the algorithm starts recommending you the thing is is the out al- these algorithms don't know what truth is you know what no. i mean mm-hmm. but at the same time now let's say that there are filters on there does that mean now that the government is filtering certain things and they want you to think a certain way and you can't talk about flat earth or dinosaurs and things like that do you think free speech is going to be gone in 10 years uh it's been affected so much in the past couple of decades yeah because there's a lot of stuff you can't even say in movies now people would get offended like if you look back a couple of years like the shit that they said in comedy movies that Mm -hmm. shit would never fly Mm -hmm. nowadays i think that kind of sucks because it takes away the reality of of situations sure there definitely are some certain things that obviously shouldn't be said but there are certain situations that like for example if you're not gay and you use the word gay like oh that's gay i'm not like trying to disparage gay people i'm not saying that in any way shape or form you know what i mean i'm not referring to gay people at all at that point Mm -hmm. you know what i mean I'm just using it as a word to like, I don't like that. That's girly or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. There, there's just certain things that it kind of falls in the borderline. And it's also like in the mind of the the interpreter. You know, it depends what they think. Yeah. Because I feel like people nowadays get offended for everything. For sure. For everything. So it's like you can't please everybody. Nah. That's the, here's the thing though, bro. Like they get offended, but at the same time they'll turn around and use that either that same word. Like a girl will get offended if a guy calls her a bitch, but he'll turn around and call her best friend, "Hey, bitch." You know what I mean? Like, come on, are you kidding? Well, I guess it depends on how you use it. Sure, it depends on how you use it, but I mean, at that point, like, should you even use it? You know? I think, I think it just comes people- down to the who. Like, who's doing it with who? Like, you know, we're saying who's the what. Like, everyone has their people or their, you know, who could talk to them a certain way and that kind of stuff. So I think that's what it comes down to. Like, that guy is not supposed, shouldn't be saying that to this person, like, you know. But they could say it to their, to their close friend or their best friend. So I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. As it relates to people, dealing you know, with everyday people. I know. I definitely learned that coming to Cali. Yeah. Growing up in Florida, growing up where we grew up, I would I would use the N-word all the time. It was mm-hmm. part of who I was. Mm-hmm. I grew up, majority of my friends were black back in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that was normal to me. I was mm-hmm. part of that. I would always say it. And then I came to Cali and I would say it and certain people would look at me twisted. And to me, it was normal. I'm like, why the fuck are you looking at me like that, bro? Like, you know? Yeah. But I get it. I'm educated nowadays. I see how ignorant I was right. back in the days. It's crazy to think how much we grow in just a couple of years. I can't imagine how like, how ahead we're going to be compared to now in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You're very stuck on that theory. I, I, you often say 10 years. So what's the thing where you always go back to that? What you think about 10 years? Like, <laughs> where, where, where does that come from, Marty? I don't know. I just think of like decades. You I know? think you should make the next Back to the Future, bro. Yeah. You should be the director for the next Back to the Future. Let's do this 
sometimes like you gotta probably you gotta be the guy because you always be uh, yo what 10 years bro let's do something you know so yeah, where does yeah, that come from marty no i always try to picture down the road where do you see yourself in 10 years oh kid married (laughs) 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 married kids (laughs) uncle freshly's here right um shit man i don't know career wise i want to have a fucking massive audience bro where i can just like push anything any business that i come up with i can use my audience to you know make sales or just uh provide value in some way or another you know um Mm -hmm be able to fund things right i don't know like i just in 10 years i want to be able to like anything i touch kind of like takes off because i have a audience that really cares about right. me okay. you know because i don't feel like that right now at all mm-hmm. like i feel like i'm still trying to prove a point but you feel like you're on your way to it though i'm sure for sure yeah. I, I feel like i'm on the way there but i don't feel like i'm established yet where mm-hmm. i can just call shots and is it that you're being hard on yourself in that regards because you you do a lot already Mm -hmm. you know but you want to like for sure take it to the next level definitely because right now i feel like i i I also you know do other side hustles in order to make an income you know Mm -hmm. can't really fully do it with my audience right now but i want to be able to do it eventually exactly so i feel like that's definitely the goal is to be able to, you know, have a core audience that can, like, provide for my lifestyle that I want to mm-hmm. be living in. I do want to travel a lot, too. I want I want that well, Marty's to become, been on that travel tip. He's been going all over the world now. Yeah, I really want to visit, mm-hmm. like, everywhere in the fucking world, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many countries I want to visit. For sure. And there's so many cultures I want to explore. So much shit I want to witness, you know, mm-hmm. document, whatever. I think that's what quarantine revealed to a lot of people yeah like you know the time that they had to do all those different things and like the things they could have seen that's so true you know because right now more than ever i want to get the fuck out you know yeah exactly and i never felt everybody's hungry to go somewhere now literally and go do stuff so that definitely influenced a lot because a lot of times bro i would just be locked up in my apartment like Mm -hmm. even like just if i had nothing to do if i had all my work done i would still be in the apartment and like now i'm thinking about like what the fuck fuck that i need to get out Oh, I need yeah. to shoot something, film something. Just be somewhere, see something. Yeah, experience something. Yeah, I feel that. It's super important to get out, bro. Just see the sky outside. I think California affords you guys, in like you guys being here, affords you to do that. Like New York, the most I could do is go upstate New York and like get out the city. Yeah. And Or if you want to, like, it's because it's very condensed in New York. Right. Florida, you can kind of do a little bit of that too, but it's more like laid back, laid back. Yeah. LA, you could live and work. Which is like so crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I it's could, a good I, mix. I could work in LA, and then probably drive to San Diego on the weekend. Yeah, which is so crazy. Or you yeah. know, I think that's super cool. So just taking benefit, like benefiting from that idea of like the different aesthetics you could capitalize on this in the city, I think is dope. But even like going to a vacation, like in San Diego, for example, mm-hmm. like I w- if I had like a poppin' ass YouTube channel, I can just vlog that shit and right. just the video itself could pay for the whole trip. trip right, right. And I'm having fun on top of that. Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate dream right there. Yeah, for real. Imagine. So here's the thing. Marty's already doing it. <laughs> He's already doing it. You know, you're already living that right now. You're literally doing it. But the result of it, it's like that's the part that's next yeah because when i was talking telling you about like money and success and all that that's a byproduct of the value that you're putting out in the world that's true it never just comes it's only after value yeah so once you put the value out there wealth 
success is always a byproduct of the value that you're putting out in the world that's so true but that's because i'm saying you're already doing exactly what you want to do i'm already doing exactly what i want to do mm-hmm. but over time the byproduct just comes it just comes you just got to stay focused yeah already i'm i'm sure like you guys are already on point like you guys are like bump like doing skits every day and all that kind of stuff you're always like you're constantly on it yeah but i think eventually by the time you guys keep manifesting and doing all these different things i, I always say like it will always work itself out you can always push yourself as much as you want just like you're, you're trying to build muscle you got to work out every day you never going to get that body overnight you know what i'm saying so it's right. a consistency to it but it's the result that you want you may not you, you probably don't have a hundred thousand subs- or a million subscribers because that's the thing you, you may want mm-hmm. but it's like yo it's the getting there is the, is the fun part so it's always try not to be too hard on yourself within where you want to want to get to but it's enjoying the process of getting there so but I, I i honestly think you guys are already doing it man i think you already i know for sure like you're already at that point where it's already in in the making but the results is just that we want human nature we want the results right now yeah, i just right. that's so for me I, I can only commend y'all on what y'all are already doing mm-hmm. it's just over time it's going to keep evolving and keep elevating you know like even doing a podcast so you want to evolve the podcast and do visual with it too and all that kind of stuff so that's good thinking right the next time we come back again i might be video might be on a network yeah. and funny enough too where it's like you could you could say certain things and frame it certain different ways that may make people see it in a bigger you know bigger in a bigger way like i wouldn't just say oh monkey's a channel oh monkey's a network like nickelodeon like any other I, that's what i would look at it yeah so once mm-hmm. you could change the narrative in that way make it seem so much bigger right the world would see it the same way too so that's what i'm saying you guys are already doing it like oh monkey is a freaking network i just need to go drive to the studio in burbank it's there it's a physical place you know what i'm saying that's how i start looking at things and it just changes everything right and it just literally just walk right into it but your advice would be to enjoy the process more. enjoy the process trust me bro like even me being on this trip i gave up so much like sacrificing the comfort of being in florida florida you know yeah but i'm on i'm living on the edge being here but i'm enjoying the process you know what i'm saying because the moment I, you can't never take the experience from me i could lose everything but i could get it back but the experience you can never take because i remember how i felt you know what i'm saying so yeah. that's the magic that's where it's at. My boy got here right when the smoke got here. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the smoke. Yeah. For real. <laughs> For sure. LA was burning, but yeah, we came with the heat. You don't smoke, right? No, sir. But I do uh, occasionally, I drink. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever smoked? Never, bro. Never? Never. That's the stereotype I get all the time being Jamaican. <laughs> to smoke, you know? Like, you say, boat, you should be like, oh, he's chilling. You, <laughs> you know? should do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. But but yeah. what made you never get into it? So I think I, I I always tell the same story. Um, growing up in the islands, we have so much stuff we do as island kids. We, we go to different places. We go to like we call it rivers. We call it lake. We have the falls and just so many activities. We go to like like in the, on our, most of the like times we have like you know in the community we have fruit trees. We got so many different stuff we could do. We're always making stuff with different scrap stuff. Is there we're so much like activity like heavy you know yeah to the point where it's doing stuff like that we never really it was never an interest for us like mm-hmm. my peers like the friends that i grew up with Got we it. never took time to, we played marble we played cricket we played so many stuff we could do in the islands bro besides smoking weed right we never did it yeah. i guess that's just the thing so it's like i i i, I just we just never did it most of my friends we never i don't remember none of us smoking mm-hmm. literally we didn't right. have to hide if we wanted to because it was always accessible 
Yeah. When we when we would, when we would drink at, at like a funeral, like a party, and they have drinks, then we would like occasionally drink something. But it was we never have to hide. Right. So you, when you live in a culture where you have to hide to do things, it, it forces you to want to do it. Yeah. So because we didn't have to hide to do it, and I can say this, I think if you guys were raised in that space, y'all probably wouldn't have smoked either. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably would have tried it later, but I'm saying in that realm. I probably wouldn't do it because it's the same same thing. We're yeah. in the same environment, especially a country like Jamaica where weed is like, right. you know, part of the culture in a way. Exactly. So that's this. That's the story I always say. If you, well, we were raised, we were so busy doing so many other things, but we didn't have time to smoke, bro. Honestly, yeah. that's just how I see it. You know, I'm kind of glad I smoked after high school, right? Right. Because right. I feel like if I started in high school. I would probably become like super lazy. Just want to okay. smoke and yeah, yeah, consume yeah. content so all day. So being a kid and being super lazy, you don't want to do that. No. You, yeah. you want to go out and play, bro. So yeah, that's exactly. what I mean. We had no time to go do that, bro. Honestly. Right. We only see like Rastas. Would be, that's what their thing. They're sitting down and like, they do that every day and like, they're so zen. Yeah. Where do you have time to go do nothing, bro? <laughs> we want to go to the beach. We want to ride bikes. We want to be everywhere, bro. So you see what I'm saying? It's making sense now. Yeah. We have no time to smoke, bro. So that's kind of like what it yeah. is. I feel. But I'm not against it or anything. You know, I, you know, but it's just that. That's just how I was raised. And right. Was. How do you I'm, think you would act if you got high? Honestly, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> my high is my creativity. Honestly, I, I really don't know. I never really... And I respect this, the part whereas all my friends that I'm around that do it, they never force me, you know, which I respect that. So I, yeah. I'm not against it. So it's just that, yeah. <laughs> but I, I get I get caught in that stereotype a lot. Yeah. Because I, I never knew, like, how it can spark more creativity mm-hmm. than I already had. Right, right, you know, right. That's why I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Just because I see, I, after I smoke, I just, I'm in, I'm in a different perspective. How much dependent are you on it, though, do you think? See, that's the thing, because I got used to smoking pretty frequently. Right. Before, like, you know, even, like, before moving to L.A., I think. Like, we used to smoke a lot in your house, Nick. Yeah. So, just because of that. It made me like every time I did it, like we did something creative, and then mm-hmm. when I wasn't high, I'm like, "What do I do now?" Like, <laughs> right, right, right. you know. So in a way, it, it was bad that right. that happened. You know, so. that's the space you, I, I would advise never to be in, though. You know, what I'm saying even if it does that to you, but that's the space. I think balance is always important. I I can't say because I've never been affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Right, Nick. Are you ever gonna stop one day? I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I don't know. Yeah. All right, so let's say this. Let's let's toy with idea. Just like if you were to say you eat meat every day and then you want to switch to vegan, is it the same thing as stopping smoking or wanting to smoke? You think? Wait, say it again. If you're saying, all right, you you, know, you don't want to eat meat anymore, so you're switching the your, your how you eat, like your diet. Would it be the same if you were to say you want to start smoking or stop smoking? Doesn't I think it work, so. Doesn't it's it work willpower. the same way? It's just willpower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be the same. Mm-hmm. Your body would definitely be affected by it. Yeah, just like you would if you stopped eating meat mm-hmm. from the one day to the next. Right, right, right. right. Uh, two things that happen to me when I stop smoking mm-hmm. is um, I I get Wait, a you little still bit, smoke. Huh? You were saying when you stop? No, when, when I, no, no. When I stop because there's break, there's times that like I stop for yeah. a, a couple of days or I think the most like you just took I've a break. The most I've actually uh, taken a break from in the past couple of years has been like two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty long for you. but regardless though when that when uh i did go through that i get agitated way more quickly Mm. way more quickly so you're not as happy as you are right now it's not that i'm not as happy but 
if my laptop's not working the way that it should, I'm way quicker to respond in a negative way as opposed to brush it off. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? You'll just grab the laptop and smash, smash. that shit a fucking across the wall, <laughs> you piece of fucking shit. Apple, I'm going to fuck you up, Steve mm-hmm. Jobs. Right. And then, you Rest know. Peace, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. But um, another thing that happens is for the first two two nights, two to three nights, I get night sweats. No way. Yeah. I never got that. Yeah, I get night sweats. But that's also happened to me when I stopped drinking green tea, too. So I don't know if that's just how my body releases the toxins at night i don't know mm. but yeah those are the two things i'll probably eat less too i probably won't be as hungry true yeah because i do snack a lot yeah for sure but that, that's really it the thing is is like the reason why i haven't stopped smoking is because besides the weed i feel like i'm a pretty healthy individual i exercise every day and i exercise also so i'm able to smoke and i'm able to eat I mean, I don't eat what I want. Most of the time, I try to look at after what I eat. If I wanted to eat what I wanted, I would be eating bacon and meat and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That's why I'm vegetarian. Might switch soon. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like exercising definitely allows me to smoke. Because if I, I don't exercise and I smoke for, like, a couple of days, I just feel like shit afterwards when I actually do try to exercise. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. So I never, and I've always been around my stepdad growing up and he was a smoker, not weed, but cigarettes. Yeah. And I saw how tired he got and I was like, I never want to be like that guy, but I do smoke. So I have to make sure that I stay in shape too. That's important. (laughs) Yeah, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Quarantine kind of put me on that routine to working out and eating and all that kind of stuff and making my smoothies every day. So that's been like a whole vibe. I call it my self-care. Mm. time you know myself i start cutting my own hair now like you know my fades i do all my fades now and all oh, that wow. yo this man takes like 10 minutes to lotion his fucking legs every we black people bro <laughs> what you know man you know we were talking about it i'd be jokingly saying it every day you know so yeah i walk in he's like on top of the rug just lotion his legs yep. like fucking shiny i'm like god yeah, bro, damn, especially bro. here in cali man you know yeah it's so dry out here, i think bro. that's a product i might make in the future, like under my brand, make a moisturizer for men, that kind of stuff. So, True. or skin, because I think a lot of these products aren't really made or tailored for us as black men, you know. So, I'll definitely do something. I True. also feel like you know, a lot of the things in these products aren't good for you. Yeah, yeah, I know. You mm-hmm. know, so I definitely try to invent something in that realm. Right. All right, guys. I think that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Don, thank you so much for being on. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, you know, that boy's a rapper now. Hey. My dog, Marty. What? <laughs> Don for being on. My dog. <laughs> oh, I rhyme. Yeah. Hey, oh. that's the new tag, bro. Damn. <laughs> I like it. So where can people find you? Hey, Don Freshly. Just type it in. Yeah? D-O-N-F-R-E-S-H-L-Y. Where do they type it? On Google, bro. Everything pops up now when you type Don Freshly on Google. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, bro. No, I'm not going to put your business out like this. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it. Keep like, it minimal. Nah. Keep it minimal. Simple. <laughs> just Google Don Freshly. You'll find him. All right, guys. Go follow him and follow me and Nick at Uh-Oh Marty and at Uh-Oh Nick. Um, on Google. Yeah. Put, his, Google put that us shit. on Google. I want y'all to put the uh, Uh-Oh Monkey, like monkey out, outro audio right here, like in the end. That Uh-Oh Monkey outro thingy, that sound. What sound? That Uh-Oh Monkey sound. Sound. Put it right here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening into the Uh Oh podcast. Are you going to say I love you to the audience? Yeah, bro. You almost cut me off. I love you guys. All right. Cool. See you guys next week. Peace.